0: Hi, this is Sandy Rios of Sandy Rios 24-7. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, there's big news out of Michigan that will have an impact on each and every one of us. It has to do with something that the Chinese are doing uh, that will be jaw-dropping to you. And it's not only Democrats pushing it, it's Republicans. Let's listen.
1: Ford is expanding its footprint in Michigan, announcing plans for a new $3.5 billion battery plant for EVs. And they're doing it with a Chinese supplier, despite some of the rising tensions that we've seen between the U.S. and China. Senior Autos reporter, Prosty Romanian, joining us now with more on that story. And Prost, I know you spoke to one of the executives at Ford. What did you learn about this announcement?
2: Yeah, you know, Ford going big here with that $3.5 billion plant in Michigan. They're making these LFP batteries, which are a little bit different than normal kind of nickel uh, batteries that we normally see in the EVs—they're cheaper to make, um, they're more uh, easier to make. Uh, they also can charge more and, and kind of discharge more without kind of degrading. Uh, but they're not good for like high power uses like towing and things like that. But you know, good for commuter cars. Uh, you know, it's not—it's not, it's a good thing for like their Ford Mackeys and cars like that. Um, Ford says this investment is part of like their eighteen billion dollars that they put in the U.S. just for batteries alone. But yes, you brought up the CATL element there. You know, this is—you know—this deal actually. Uh, Governor Yunkin in Virginia c- canceled this deal because he was concerned about this the China element saying it was a Trojan horse for China. So Ford says that the plant is owned by Ford wholly, All the employees are Ford workers, right? And they're just licensing the tech from CATL. There's no CATL sort of operation there aside from this t- technology licensing.
0: Yeah, so maybe not so much. We're going to talk about this today and I think you'll find it fascinating and I'm hoping you'll actually do something about it. Let me just say, We could not tell you these stories or bring this news to you without the sponsorship of Preborn, Uh, and I'm so grateful and humbled that they would choose to uh, support Sandy Rios 24-7. You know, Preborn is the direct competition to the abortion industry and the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the U.S. By letting a woman see her baby on ultrasound and hear the heartbeat, a baby's chance of life has doubled. And over the past 16 years, preborn has partnered with pregnancy clinics in the highest abortion cities and regions across the country, providing life-saving ultrasounds. 65.3% of the nation's number of abortions occurs in only nine states. And preborn is in each of those states trying to save these babies. You've already donated generously, many of you, but some of you have not. If you'd like to help, just pick up your phone and dial pound 250. And say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. Uh, All right, so uh, I hope you'll sit back and listen because this is an important show with repercussions. This is how the Chinese have come into countries and taken over all over the globe. We'll be, be the next. Well, let's listen. From American Family Radio... Sandy Rios. We are not called to be nice. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News
1: contributor Sandy Rios.
0: The most important thing we need to demonstrate to our children is genuineness
2: My name is Matthew Nazinski, I'm also a husband, I'm an Iraq war veteran, and I can sit here and talk about all these things on here that are bad. 30 years tax free, Uh, the pollution, the Palestine, Ohio. But the thing that drives me the most crazy about this is that This is a Chinese-owned company. The Chinese-owned company is a a communist company. Why would you bring a communist company to Big Rapids, Michigan, when we have troops mobilizing right now to fight China? (laughs) So why would we invite the enemy to come spy on us? All the things on here are bad, but the thing that drives me the most nuts is that it is our enemy, not the Chinese people. We've have nothing against the Chinese people because they suffer under the same communism that you, you all are trying to bring here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. Alright, so that's a little snippet of a meeting uh, around Bridge, Michigan, uh, involving Green Township, but we'll get into the details in a minute. The citizens there are up in arms about something, and it's not just something of concern for their area. It's a thing of concern for all of us, and that's why we're going to talk about it today. Pete Hookstra was—I uh, used to know him well in D.C. He was a congressman who did a, a wonderful job. He is a was a congressman from Michigan. He, he actually headed up the uh, intelligence committee while he was there, and he's been just a really a reliable arbiter of truth uh, for me for all these many years. Well, he and a fellow then he became an ambassador. He and a fellow ambassador, also a resident of Michigan, named Joseph Sella, just wrote an article in the Daily Caller, which I think uh, gives us kind of some perspective. They wrote, In our service as ambassadors, we faced how the People's Republic of China and the Chinese Communist Party are grave national security threats to our allies and to the U.S. Troublingly, in our home state of Michigan, We are seeing firsthand how the PRC and the CCP are penetrating our shores on a subnational level, beyond the eyes of the U.S. government, with the strong and active support of both Democrats and Republicans. So what's happening in this area of Michigan, and why should we be concerned? I've asked Heather Allen to join us today. Heather is the owner and operator of Muskegon River Inn. In Nuego, Michigan, which is in this, is right on the Muskegon River, and she's been following this. She's very involved in Heather. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sandy. Heather, are, are, help me. You're a Republican uh, committeeman, or what? What is your role in the party? Yes,
1: yeah, so I'm a precinct delegate for Nuego County, and I'm also part of the executive committee for the GOP
0: board here in Nuego. Okay, good. And and people that listen to my morning show may remember, if I tell you that during the COVID lockdowns in Michigan, I talked to a young couple, he was, they owned the Muskegon River Front Inn, and Jay uh, is a professional fishing guide, makes his living on the Muskegon River and other places as well. And the draconian lockdowns that uh, Gretchen Whitmer had implemented were just so painful for their business and for the people that they uh, for their for their friends and families and the cities that surrounded. So they were fighting on that. So here we are, we have another issue and Heather is very involved in this. So Heather, in a nutshell, what's happening? What's happening there?
1: So I would say locally residents are just learning about this for the most part, even though the plan has been in the works for several years. Uh, we had a group that organized to go door knocking in Green Township, and many of the residents are just finding this out for the first time. And those who um, are waking up to this threat are furious and feel like they've been um, bamboozled. They don't understand why a Republican um, Township board um, like we have at the Green Township would agree to this. And it's being pushed through by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, the MEDC is the acronym, um, our governor, Gretchen Whitmer, and a lot of the Republican and Democrats at the
0: state um, in state leadership. Yeah, well, Let's talk about what it is, because I didn't really say. What, what are the Chinese communists through this company, Goshen, trying to bring to your area?
1: Right. So they are um, proposing to bring a lithium-ion battery manufacturing company. They are... Um, currently based in um, China, and they, even in their articles of association, have have said that they have affiliation to the Chinese Communist Party. So they're hoping to bring battery manufacturing, and this is being touted as something that will help put Michigan on the map in terms of driving the economy forward and being at the forefront of moving towards um electric vehicles,
0: yeah, so it's my understanding- now correct me if I'm wrong that four million million dollars of Michigan tax money is uh kind of the uh, the the bait uh for these chinese for these Chinese companies or there's more than one company I think it's Goshen though that's that Goshen is going to come and build his factory because they get four million dollars of Michigan taxpayer dollars is that is that correct
1: Yes, yes, they have been promised um, just, I think the total amount is $715 million in subsidies and tax breaks. Oh, oh, oh. And um, <laughs> the State uh, House Appropriations Committee passed um, a decision to give them $175 million, and they're referring to this as Project Elephant. So um, it comes up that way in a lot of the documents, Project Elephant.
0: Yeah, so this has been in the works for a while, but uh, they kept it under wraps, like like secret deals and trade. You're finding out some of this, right? Uh, Gretchen Whitmer kind of, look, I don't know. You tell me. Did she seek this opportunity out? How does she fit into this?
1: We're trying to assess that. Um, You know, I I know that she's very uh, pro uh, moving towards elect- electric vehicles and um, the Democrats have taken that up and along with some of the Republican leadership in Michigan. We, we're we not really sure yet what role she played in bringing this um, this company here, although I know the MEDC and the right place have all been active in seeking out these types of deals. The, uh, the Green Township manager, Jim Chapman, said that Uh, This was a surprise to him that Goshen reached out and was interested in looking at their area. But um, we've read that Goshen looked at different um, locations in Michigan and surveyed different areas. And I also read this morning that in 2019, the CCP had a think tank that joined um, with a Chinese university in analyzing which states would be the most friendly to CCP businesses coming into their states and for some reason they identified Michigan
0: as one of those. Yep. Let me just uh, correct myself. In the uh, Pete Ho- Hoekstra's article, he clarifies that it's 4 billion dollars in tax dollars from the citizens of Michigan and business owners. That would be people like you, Heather. Uh that you're going to get a chance to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, incentivize this Chinese company. or Chinese affiliated do you think it's Chinese owned? What's the cr- proper way to to, to uh, verbalize it? Is Chinese owned or Chinese affiliated? Chinese Communist Party affiliated? Well,
1: they've tried to somewhat separate this out when they've had conversations with concerned citizens and tried to clarify that VW is also um, also has a share in this um, organization. Uh, in the articles of organization, though, the company says that they are um, needing to carry out party activities in accordance with the Constitution of the Communist Party of China. That's right in their Articles of Association. And that um, the, the party committee of the company shall perform its duties in accordance with the Constitution of the party, of the CCP, and other party regulations. So they've tried to create a little bit of distance, um, encouraging locals, and statewide residents who are concerned about this, that there's nothing to worry about, that they'll go along with our regulations. But this is, um, this is something that the FBI has warned about, that this is problematic, that these Chinese companies use local businesses and state, state and local interests to try and push our federal lawmakers into certain policies that benefit China.
0: Yes, in fact, to to, uh, underscore what you just said, FBI Director Christopher Wray and his MI5 British counterpart, Ken McCallum, delivered a warning about the grave national security threat to the West from China. Uh, And uh, that means like they warned state and local leaders to guard themselves against the People's Republic of China uh, operations and refuse to sign agreements that run counter to U.S. national security and economic security, even if they appear to benefit a state or local government in the short term. So there's a hard sell going on about what a benefit this is going to be, Heather. I don't know the quantifying on that, but I'm sure it's jobs. And what what else are they saying okay. to sell it?
1: So they're, they are saying that. They're saying it's going to bring in over 2,000 jobs. I think they're saying close to 2,500. They're saying that this is going to bring a boom to the, to the economy um, in Big Rapids and Green Township. And that's really the the platform they're using to sell it is is that this is a porta mod income community, and that they will greatly benefit from these jobs. They're also trying to say that they're high paying jobs, but the average is I think right around forty five thousand so per year for the salary. Uh,
0: um, who is Jim Chapman? So Jim Chapman is. Uh, is actually
1: a Republican he's the green township supervisor and for some reason he is driving this forward um, I'm not I'm not understanding why to be honest I feel like he's very out of sync with his local um, township with the residents there with um, the residents of West Michigan who are all concerned about this that we those we've talked to who are shocked that this is happening. Um, We all have a hard time believing that there isn't a um, U.S.-based company that would be willing to take some of these tax incentives and move a plant to green township. So we're not really sure what's driving his openness to this, but he has gone before some of these committees in Lansing and wholeheartedly gotten behind this and said that they're eager to have Goshen come to Green Township.
0: Yeah. Let me just interject that um, Jim Chapman, the Republican, I guess I don't know if he's the chair, but he's one of the Green Township supervisors. He's basically claiming that folks that think it's the, the, the resistance to this is folks that think that somehow this is Chinese communism. You said he's out of touch with voters. It sounds to me like he's out of touch with reality. You know, Heather, I cover, as you know, I cover the world and what China is doing in every area of the globe. There are maybe some exceptions. I actually asked Gordon Chang recently, is there any country that's resisted this? And I think he came up with one. I can't even remember what it was. It's some remote country because the Chinese are going everywhere in the world because this is their, they're on a push for world domination and certainly to take down the U.S. They're going in and buying property, making these sweetheart deals, promising to bring jobs and prosperity, and then they're g- grabbing control. It's happening in Central South America. It's happening all over the world, Africa also. So this is their pattern. Maybe maybe uh, Jim Chapman needs a tutorial on this. You'd think, according to this article from Pete Hoekstra, that he had a tutorial on it, wouldn't you? Honestly, wouldn't you think he would know more? I'm really surprised
1: that he doesn't and it seems like he has the complete support of the trustees and of the secretary and treasurer that are on that board as well and we're all scratching our heads wondering why wondering what you know if there's incentive for them we, we it doesn't really make any sense and um especially for an elected official to be so far removed from the wishes of his local community is surprising
0: Well, now, Pete, again, I'm going to go back to this article from uh, former Congressman Pete Hoekstra. He said that um, Governor Whitmer and her supportive cohorts have paid more attention to binding five-year non-disclosure agreements and secretive code words for the projects. Worse yet, they have turned a blind eye to any national security threat from the PRC-based companies, rushing the process and sweetening the deal with separate pork barrel projects for legislators, rather than conducting strict scrutiny and due diligence by petitioning for voluntary review, um, yeah. So I think you know there are probably a lot of pork barrel things going around that you don't know about. One of them, I believe. One of them I correct me if I'm wrong. I believe one of the members of this Green Township owns the property that uh, that Goshen is going to buy or lease or whatever it is. Is that right? <laughs>
1: That's what we're being told. There's a group that's researching who is going to be selling their land in this deal, and and um, it has been brought to my attention that one of the trustees is going to profit from the sale of his land. Um, we are waiting for confirmation on that, but that's um, that's what some of the local residents are saying and firmly believe as they research which plots of land this involves.
0: Yeah, let's talk about some other aspect of this. This, by, by the way, to be specific, these are lithium-ion batteries. I don't think uh, it would take up, you know, to be pretty disconnected not to understand that the lithium-ion batteries in electric cars have caused a lot of problems. They've exploded. Uh, they have. Uh, they're very dangerous, and they're they cost a lot of money. You can actually sometimes buy a new car before you can replace the battery. But that's just information not related to my question. Heather, you, you and Jay, your husband, make your living by nature. Some people, uh, we'd have all these environmentalists who are such experts on the environment, but you guys actually live. Nature is like what you live, breathe, and move. Jay's on the river all the time, or he's doing uh, um, private guiding out in the west. Uh, so he he's he's a guy who knows a lot about nature, and I do, you do too. So. You guys have a perspective on the potential dangers here that I think people also need to understand. Um, I have to kind of d- separate this conversation from, I think environmentalists for the most part, at least the ones that rule the environmental mo- uh, movement, are, are, are crazy. They, they, they scream that the sky is falling when it's not falling. They've been doing this for decades. Uh, but this is a real issue for people who truly do care about the earth and about animals and whatever else, and that's, Heather and Jay would be in that category. So what are your concerns, environmental concerns, regarding this manufacture of the uh, lithium-ion batteries?
1: So probably my chief concern is that it's really close to two of the tributaries to the Muskegon River, which flows through my town and is the lifeblood of my community. It brings in um, hundreds of Thousands of people every year. Um, we have world-class steelhead and salmon fishing here, and, and fantastic trout fishing. And it's um, it's really truly really the the heart of the community. The um, concern I have is that there's not any um, anything being said to these local communities about how this battery plant. Um, intends to handle their hazardous materials how they intend to keep the watersheds clean there's not infrastructure in place in green township to handle um, a catastrophic um, emergency that could take place there they don't have the fire department that's trained in in handling lithium battery um, issues there's there's a lack of um, foresight in this. And so for me, a huge concern is the watershed. It's the second um, longest river in the state and the third largest watershed in the state. It goes through a good portion of West Michigan. I think I read that it flows through five different counties and its tributaries are uh, extend through 10 of them. So this is pretty monumental. It also flows into Lake Michigan and our Great Lakes are one of the natural resources that bring people to Michigan for tourism, which is the second um, second most um, important um, economic driver for my community, right following agriculture, which would also be affected if the river were to be polluted.
0: Yep. And uh, Heather, in a letter that you actually wrote uh, to the, um, uh, the the commission, Green County, I guess it's called, Green whatever, that's the name of it, Green Township. Uh, you mentioned something else about this that caught my eye because Michigan has had such, uh, they've made national news repeatedly on drinking water in certain areas. It's been a very big deal to Michiganders, as it would be to all of us, but they've made the news. And you say that the site for this ion uh, battery factory sits close to one of the... Um, Borders four wells that provide the bulk of Big Rapids drinking water. That's huge. That's huge. People it is should be. Huge. Yeah. So so back to what we touched on a little bit earlier. What what is the pushback? Uh, the way that um, uh, the uh, was uh, Jim Chapman talks about it, and it's as though these are just inconsequential inconse- people. Not many of them. Uh, they are they're kind of uninformed and what do they know what what is the reality from your perspective of the pushback on this
1: I feel like people are trying to become informed they're doing crash courses and what does this mean for the community what does this mean for the environment what does it look like to have? Um, uh, Chinese nationalists come in and open this company. They're talking about bringing 250 to 300 Chinese nationalists to train um, new employees. Um, They've thrown around housing them at one of the local universities. Um, I feel like, I feel like locals and um, those in the communities surrounding green township are working hard now to catch up on how to slow this process down and how to, figure out what what this is going to mean for our communities. Um, I think there's um, I think they're becoming very well informed given the short time frame that they've had to absorb the information and they are um, putting together a rally for April 22nd and they are bringing in speakers and musicians and they are planning to attend the virtual online meeting to learn more about this plant that's scheduled for tomorrow um, they moved the the forum from Ferris State University to an online forum because they're citing concerns that there's going to be so many people coming from um, outside of the area and they're and they're painting people who are concerned as disruptors so um, I feel like Chapman has not really been fair to those who have um, have every right to be concerned about this and have every right to ask questions about it.
0: Heather, just uh, through the process there, because you're you're good with process. Can the people in that area uh, of Green Township, can they could they stop this? I mean, technically, can they stop it if they uh, bring all this stuff to the attention and uh, and they uh, maybe they don't? Let's say uh, that the members of the, um, the supervisors don't listen. Do you have? Is there any way to stop this?
1: We're looking into that. We're looking into whether or not um, there can be a way to stop this. If if that means taking legal action or if um, if there's you know, uh, a more grassroots way to to put a hold on this. You know, it's not going to be very popular to go get a job at Goshen, and they're going to need local residents to fill these positions. And I'm hoping that Goshen will see that there's a huge resistance to them coming, and they'll opt to go um, someplace else, or they'll opt to um, not come to the United States at all would be my, my biggest hope.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right. So for people listening, now, a podcast is not day off. It's timeless. So sometimes you hear things before they happen. Sometimes you hear things after they happen. But for those that are listening pretty much in real time, right before Easter of 2023, uh, tell them again, how could they find out about that rally on April 22nd, Heather?
1: Yeah, so we're actually going to be um, posting information about this on 100% FedUp's um, website. And um, that there will be an article um, where we discuss all of this and give give some okay. of this information there. Okay. And they can also find information about the April 22nd meeting there as well. It's going to be in Big Rapids. And, um, and they're inviting people to just come and and learn about, about this and learn how to push back on this type of foreign investment coming into a local community with little regard for its local citizens.
0: Okay, so Big Rapids, that's April 22nd, and if you put, you know, jot this down, those of you from Michigan, jot down 100% fed up, well, this would be for everyone, 100% fed up their website, 100% fed up, they do some great work, And it's good to know about them. So, Heather Allen, uh, we really appreciate you bringing this to our attention. And please let us know about the follow-up so we can follow up with the audience. Heather Allen, owner and operator of Muskegon River Inn uh, in Oswego, Michigan. Thank you. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for joining us. This is Sandy Rios 24-7 on American Family Radio. All right, Sandy Rios. Back with you on Sandy Rios 24-7. You know, it's amazing to hear that conversation with Heather because just a year ago, the Senate Intelligence Committee hosted officials from the U.S. National Counterintelligence and Security Center, which is an entity within the office of the Director of National Intelligence, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and the Department of Homeland Security. They met with them to advise and warn a bipartisan group of state and local officials about the nature, risks, and escalation of the People's Republic of China and the Communist Party of China's influence operations. It's amazing, and yet this is happening in Michigan. Well, um, I want to just stop for a second and thank Preborn because we could not bring this information to you without their sponsorship, and many of you have already sponsored babies. We are trying now. Our goal for the next few months here is to save 500 babies. It's $28 per ultrasound, and um, the, the moms once they see their babies on ultrasound, over half of them decide not to abort the baby. It really is uh, just a wonderful tool. It's not exactly man's device or cleverness. It's just the reality of God's creation, that when you see those little babies, it's a different thing than it was just a, a concept in your mind. And so if you'd like to help bring these ultrasounds to moms in order to persuade them to save life and save the life of their baby, go to Preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. Or pick up your phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and then the keyword baby. And one other thing if you would like to call us, you've got something to say or to share. Maybe you know something about this uh, thing that's happening in Michigan. I don't know. Or maybe you picked up something that we missed in the discussion. You can dial 662. 821-2040. 821-2040. That's 662-821-2040. And all you good people from Michigan who listen to this show, I thought Heather did a great job of telling you how you can get activated and how you can help. I want to remind you to go to 100% Fed Up to their website, 100% Fed Up, and they will be updating you and remind you that if you're listening uh, in real time, or at least close to real time, in April of, or March or April of 2023, uh, April 22nd there is a big rally and you can find out about that at 100% fed up website and I hope you'll take this seriously those of you in Michigan and outside of Michigan because it affects all of us I want to remind you if you'd like to send an email you can uh, send it to sandy at afr.net that's sandy at afr.net or you can go to our website sandyrios.com okay so That's it for today. I I think we brought some really interesting information. I hope you'll take it to heart. It could be happening in your state as well. Thank you so much for listening to Sandy Rios 24-7.